Hey gorgeous, you are listening to the Live Courageously podcast, a show created just for you, the aspiring woman who's ready to take action and step into her courageous life. I'm your host, Nicole Coker, and my mission is to leave you feeling empowered to pursue your wildest dreams and equip you with the tools you need to live courageously. Hey guys, and welcome back. So this week on Live Courageously, I kind of want to talk about how I had to have the courage to try something new. So over the last couple of weeks, I've been really struggling on where to go next and what to do next in terms of my pageant career. And I have been with USA National Miss for the last four years, as I've kind of explained a little bit throughout all my different episodes. But I've been with them for four years and I have grown so much as a human. It is not even funny, to be honest. Um, USA National Miss has helped me grow as an individual. It helped me gain courage to do the things that I wanted to do. It helped me find my passion for service. I've been able to impact so many with my title. I was able to launch this podcast, create my own coloring book, and it just really sparked a lot of fire in me to finally get up off my butt and actually do something. Um, So USA National Miss has really had a special place in my heart for so long. And not to mention, it was also my very first title ever four years ago. And I've been with them for the last four years. So it's the only pageant title I've ever held. I have only ever done one other system besides this. Um, And that was before I found USA National Miss. So it's kind of one of those things where I don't know if you guys have had an experience like this before where you have something so special in your life and it's kind of one of the things you don't want to end. um, And you just kind of want it to keep going and keep just thriving. And my time with USA National Miss definitely continued to thrive in each and every way every single year that I was competing. And I got to meet so many incredible people during my reign. It's insane. I have so many lifelong friends now because of UNM. So truly, it's been such a blessing in my life. And I don't know if you've ever guys had the experience where you've had something so special in your life. And then it's kind of come to the point where you're starting to feel a little bit stagnant, you know? Like, you still love it. You're still having the best time. You're meeting the best people, but you feel like personally you're not progressing forward or you're not progressing forward towards that goal of yours. And for me, that goal was to become a national title holder with USA National Miss. I mean, I dedicated my life four years of my life (laughs) to that system. And I truly know everything about it. I feel like I'm pretty close with some of the directors and um, all the people that come back year after year. Like whenever I see a UNM girl, I know that I've seen a UNM girl and I just know everyone so well. And it just seems like so difficult to think about ever leaving, you know? But I feel like my goal throughout this whole thing was to make a bigger impact on a national level. And unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) I haven't been able to achieve that goal. And with pageantry, there's a time limit on it. There isn't like you can't just infinitely compete. There's sometimes age ranges where you get cut off at a certain time or that kind of thing. And for me with USA National Miss, the age group is from four to 25. And as some of you know, I started pageantry when I was like 17. Most kids or people 
typically start when they're a lot younger. Um, but for me, it was something that I found later in life. Um, I'm forever grateful for that. But my time is limited for certain systems. And for UNM, like I said, is four to 25. And I'm 23 now. So it's kind of one of those things where do you keep pushing forward towards this goal of yours? Or do you step out and try something new? And I had a really hard time contemplating this. I reached out to friends, family. I reached out to mentors to ask their advice and to see like what their experience was in terms of having something that you hold so dear to your heart and you have this goal that you really, really, really want to achieve and you just keep going and keep going and year after year, you're still missing that mark. And even worse, you're not really progressing forward. Um, and to give you guys a little bit of idea what I mean by that. Um, so my first year with UNM, it was my very first title, very first national pageant. And I went to the pageant and I didn't place in the top 15, which is what they call whenever... Um, those are the top 15 in the nation and then they go to top five or top six, you know, it's different for every system, but, um, and then they go and whoever wins wins. My first year I didn't police at all. And that was totally expected. I had no idea what I was doing. So, I mean, it made sense, you know? Um, so then the second year I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I need to do now. I got this. It's going to be great. Awesome. So the next year I went, I ended up placing in top 15. First time that I had ever placed in top 15 in a national pageant. It was my second ever one. I mean, I was on cloud nine. Even at that pageant, I even said, top 15, I'm good. Like, I love the fact that I was able to progress and just change so much over the last year to make it to this place. So I was like, okay, USA National Miss, I, like, I really want to represent on a national level. This is really, really what I want to do. So I went back for a third year. And unfortunately, I didn't make top 15. And that kind of hurt. I was like, dang, you know, that kind of sucks. I kind of, you know, I felt like I backtracked a little bit. But at the same time that year, I felt particularly like, okay, you know what? I could have done more with my title because with a pageant title, the whole goal is to make an impact in the world or make an impact on your community. And I felt like I didn't do that during my reign. And, you know, when I didn't make top 15, I was like, I'm okay with that because I know that I could have put more effort in and I know that I could have done better. And after I kind of had that realization at Nationals, sitting in the audience, watching all of my sister queens up on stage, you know, um, competing for the title, I had a reflection. I was like, I can do better. So I went back to USA National Miss State Pageant because then I had to win my state pageant and I ended up winning Miss South Carolina and it kind of just felt like it was coming full circle everything was just aligning the stars were aligning for me and when I got to nationals I had literally put my heart and my soul into everything that I did as a UNM South Carolina queen, despite COVID. I mean, I launched this podcast, like I said earlier, and I did my coloring book and I had 250 hours of community service. I um, got this awesome opportunity with Pageant Live where I got to speak to title holders all across the world. I mean, y'all, I literally put my soul into this. 
Um, and I felt amazing. I finally had a grip on who I wanted to be and what I wanted to offer to the world with Live Courageously. I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. I'd been with the system for four years, so I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the title. And I just had a plan. I was like, I can be the next USA National Miss. And I feel it in my bones that I can do this. And unfortunately, I went that week, had an amazing time amazing time felt 100% confident on stage had an amazing time in interview and unfortunately I didn't make top 15 and that was heartbreaking for me like usually after past like you know it is what it is but I was heartbroken and I don't know if some of you guys who follow me on Facebook and Instagram um I did I talked about that right after the pageant um on a, a Facebook post I was telling everyone how like I really put it all in this year and it just, it was heartbreaking to see how I put all this work in and then didn't even progress forward, which that's how I felt in my heart in terms of the pageantry and this goal of being the next USA National Miss, this goal of mine, I still wasn't able to meet. And for me, that felt like I was backtracking. I was stagnant. I wasn't going anywhere. And it was, it hurt. It hurt a lot. And it was so tough to sit in the audience that time and I mean I was literally in tears like I was so happy for the people who did make it and even the people in my court with the UNM Carolinas the people that made it and even Maddie she ended up winning which was absolutely incredible and I was very 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 happy for them Um, but I would find myself kind of like shedding some tears in the audience and that's not normal for me usually I'm like all right cool whatever but it sucks whenever you put your heart and soul into something and then you're unable to reach that goal or, you know, whatever. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and know that I have been in a place where I have put so much into a goal and I have not been able to achieve it. And I know a lot of people out there that similar things have happened to you guys where you're just working so hard endlessly tirelessly and it just feels like you're not reaching that goal and that's when I had to make a decision I was like okay I am 23 the age group goes all the way to 25 but I've been with them for four years in a row obviously I love it so I mean there's no doubt about that and I would go back in a heartbeat you know I'm the type of person that's just dedicated and loyal and I like once I'm in something and like I'm in it you know <laughs> so it's very tough to kind of take away that one thing that I've been working so hard for for so long um, but I had to really stop and reflect on all of it because I was like you know what I have been able to accomplish so much this year just because I wasn't able to reach this goal of being the next USA National Miss I reached a goal in in another way like an even better way because like I said earlier I was literally sitting on my butt doing nothing pageant titles are supposed to be used for good and I was just like oh okay yeah sure I'm doing stuff here and there but I wasn't putting my heart and soul into it and I think God this year was like no girlfriend you need to do some work and this year was about the work and even though that didn't mean that I got the national title in the end, it meant that I knew what it took to actually put some work into myself, into my work, and all the wonderful things that I've been wanting to build and grow. So that's my win when it comes out of that. So the whole point of this, though, is the courage to try something new. So like I said, I was 
really debating what I was going to do next. Was I going to go back for a fifth year in a row or was I going to stop and try something new or what was I going to do? And like I said earlier, I struggled, struggled to make this decision. But I feel like this might be something that other people can benefit from in terms of you have this really, really big goal, but maybe you need to take a step back. Maybe you need to try something different in order to understand the whole true scheme of things, you know? Like, take a step back and it's like, okay, reflect. And I reflected, thought about it. It's like, all right, well, maybe it's time to step out of my comfort zone and try something new. How about practice what I preach? I've been telling you guys on this podcast um, almost episode after episode to try something new, step out of your comfort zone. That's what I talk about all the time. And I needed to start practicing what I preached. And I decided to step out of my comfort zone and try something different. Maybe in the end, it's not about what title I'm holding. It's about the impact that I'm going to make. So I was like, all right, cool. Guess we're going to try something new. So I ended up competing for International United Miss. And it was a state pageant for South Carolina and North Carolina. And I ended up winning. Praise Jesus. Praise God. I'm glad that I was able to come back from such a defeat and hard place to now being a new title holder with a different system and there's so many incredible opportunities that I'm going to be able to accomplish with International United Miss and I'm just so excited to see what the future has and you know I think about this and I'm like okay so I'm trying something new I'm going to do incredible things with this. And I was actually talking with someone on the phone. Her name's Miss Kelly. And she was one of the moms of My Sister Queens with UNM. And we had this conversation about how we have these pageant goals in mind. And we have these titles that we really want to win. And I was telling her so much about how I loved it. I loved UNM. And that's exactly what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. And she was like, well, is it the title or... Is it what you're wanting to do with a title or is it the platform that the national title is going to give you to be able to speak upon the different things that you want to do in life? And I was like, boom, epiphany, you know, (laughs) Um, because yes, as much as I would love to be the USA National Miss, I know that in the end, it doesn't matter what title I'm holding. It doesn't matter if it's state. It doesn't matter if it's national, international. It doesn't matter. As long as I am following my heart, sharing my heart with you guys, increasing the impact through advocating against relationship abuse, any of that stuff, that is what this whole purpose, this whole journey through pageantry is supposed to be about. And that should be my goal. Whether I am trying to do that through pageantry or whether I'm trying to do that is just Nicole, whatever it is. That should be my goal, not a crown and a sash, which, you know, they help a lot. <laughs> I was able to do a lot with that. Um, but it doesn't matter what crown and sash I have on my head. It doesn't matter what level it's at. I'm still going to be able to make that impact. And I'm still going to be able to reach people from all across the world. Um, and I just thought that I would share that with you guys because I've had some other episodes lined up, but I figured before I really dive deep into those, I wanted to share that with you because maybe 
wherever you're at in your journey towards your goals or your dreams or whatever you're doing and you feel like you're not progressing forward, that you're only going backwards, maybe it's time to try something new. Maybe it's time to step out of your comfort zone and try something different. Maybe this is something you need in order to learn something new to be able to go back to that goal and be like, okay, now that I have this new knowledge, now that I have this new you know, perspective, I'm going to be able to succeed much more in this a goal that I've been wanting to achieve for so long, because I now have this new knowledge. So maybe that's maybe that's the plan for me, you know, I don't know, maybe stepping out and trying a different system and potentially maybe winning the international title and maybe helping that system grow and be stronger and better than ever. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, you never know. And I'm just very, very grateful that I was able to make that decision to try something different. And that's kind of what I want to encourage you guys to do today is if you feel like you're stuck, you feel like you're not moving forward, think about trying something new, maybe taking a different route, because sometimes those routes might lead to something very special. And maybe it's going to lead to something that you really, really should be looking more towards rather than the goal that you thought you had in mind. So just a little bit of food for thought today. And I want to kind of announce the next little series that I'm going to be doing. So as I have been talking a lot about One Love and I got to talk to Gina not too long ago, I, from the beginning, I've been wanting to share this message of advocating against relationship abuse. And I think a lot of people miss the signs and that's really why we have such a huge statistic on relationship abuse. One in three women, one in four men, one in two non-binary or transgender people, they suffer through this. Um, And it's because they don't know the signs. They don't know how to navigate love. So over the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about those signs and how we can decipher what it is that we're going through or decipher what it is that our friends are going through. So I'm very, very excited for this and I hope you guys are going to be able to learn something from it and take some nuggets out of it. So we shall see until next time. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening and allowing me to be a part of your journey and living your courageous life. I am so incredibly grateful you are here, and if this podcast has brought some value into your life, please share it with your friends or someone you know who needs that extra encouragement today. If you are feeling extra inspired, please head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I love you all so, so much, and until the next episode, remember to always live courageously.